Hello all, and welcome to Daryl Discusses. I'm your host, Daryl. Hello everyone, welcome back. Today is Saturday, August the 8th, I think. I'm not too sure. Uh, but first and foremost, I was um, I was watching the Howard Stern show. As I'm sure a whole lot of you, dude, because that man is he's, uh, he's a very interesting personality. Uh, and I was uh, watching some of his uh, older shows. And I came across the the show he made during uh, the September 11 attacks during uh, you know 9/11. And I mean, okay, if you haven't watched it, he you know he was doing a show as normal, and then someone basically came in and said, "Oh hey, you know a plane just hit uh, the World Trade Center," and you know he uh, turned on the news and whatnot. And right away, almost right away. Uh, one of the guys that he was with was like, oh shit, you know, this is a terrorist attack, this isn't, you know, like, an accident or whatever. Because, you know, these sorts of accidents have happened in the past. Uh, I, I forget what year it was that a, uh, a plane crashed into uh, the Empire State Building. But the plane, you know, the tower didn't come down or anything, and, you know, it's still here to this day, of course. And this does happen. But the guy that was there, he called it instantly he goes yep that was a terrorist attack we need to go fuck some bitches up and seeing it was like four hours and it it's it, everything that was happening as it was happening like oh you know first plane just hit second plane just hit uh you know r reports of uh people jumping off buildings and whatnot uh you know everything as it happened the the plane that crashed into the, uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, the Pentagon, and then the other plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, in that field. And it was just absolutely, like, horrible seeing, you know, people's, like, literal live reactions to one of the worst terrorist attacks in the history of this great nation. And uh, thinking about this, uh, after 9-11, I mean, to this day, uh, we all know the real heroes of 9-11 were the police and firemen who, you know, went in there and many, 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 many uh, died later on because of uh, because of their heroic, ac heroic actions, you know, uh, going in the uh, buildings and saving people and whatnot. Uh, but it turns out that their, uh, their equipment ended up being uh, faulty or not the right uh, equipment and whatnot. And a lot of them, a lot of cops, a lot of uh, firemen uh, ended up dying from uh, lung diseases because they, you know, uh, the ash and soot and whatever the hell was there that day, you know, it, it, they got uh, lung diseases. In fact, a very famous uh, fireman uh, who had a coalition with Congress and a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, he passed away quite recently. And uh, it's immensely sad. But yeah, I mean, Nowadays, we, and of course, even then, the real heroes of 9-11 were the cops and the, the firemen. But nowadays, the the hatred for policemen is insane. I mean, I can't possibly imagine being a cop. I mean, I have, no, I don't, firstly, I lack the balls to go into a job where every day could be my last. Like, yeah, no thanks. It's, it's insane. And all the hatred now with policemen, it's in my opinion, it's absolutely idiotic. <sighs> but, you know, moving on. Uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden. 
It's funny, because everyone hates Trump. Trump is the worst president we've ever had, blah, 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 blah. Yet they all love Biden. You know, if Biden, you know, if he knew, and he, he said it very recently, he knows how to fix this country, blah, 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 blah. If Joe Biden knew how to fix this fucking country, and he knew how to fix anything, why didn't he tell Obama when he was vice president? I mean, he's vice president. He has the president's ear at all times. He just has to go, yo, Barack, do this and this and this and this. Nope, he's been in Congress. He was a... He's a senator, I think, uh, for like 40-something years. He's gotten nothing done besides the 1990s uh, crime reform bill, which, of course, it's the reason why so many African Americans were incarcerated. They were all arrested because of this man. And uh, two days ago, or a day ago, I forgot when it was. Uh, I saw it live, too, which is very funny. He goes, ah, well, you see, African Americans, they're, they're, they're not as culturally diverse as Hispanics and blah, blah, blah. Yes, because, you know, we, we all know Africa is a, uh, a very small country. It's not, it's not a continent filled with many countries. No, 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 no. It, it, it's one small country with uh, very little in terms of history and culture and whatnot. That is insane. Speaking as a person who has been to a few African countries, I can say they're probably richer in culture and history than us. They have been around for thousands of thousands and thousands of years. I mean, you can't just... I, it's... it's insane oh my god I it's just how do I now you know what fuck it I'm not gonna talk about Joe Biden anymore before I go off for like three hours because boy do I have a lot of content on Mr. Biden and now let's talk about the uh, the whole mail-in voting thing now of course because of COVID and you know the risks of death if you go outside and all that stupid shit the Democrats are pushing we now um, they're thinking about Voting instead of going to you know your local election place, your local polling station, and whatnot, uh, you vote online or you vote uh, via mail. You know you get a piece of paper. It says you know your candidates. You pick on the candidate and blah blah blah. But uh, you know there are some risks to mail-in voting. Personally, I don't like it. Uh, you know, it's, you know only Congress has the authority to change the date of the federal election, and honestly, I think they should postpone it. But I, I can't speak for how things will be uh, by November of this year. Hopefully they'll be a lot better, but uh, we don't know. And of course, despite the uh, coronavirus pandemic, uh, ex uh, experience shows that we can vote safely in person. So, I mean, as long as you implement, you know, basic safety protocols, you know, uh, social distancing, you clean off the polling and whatnot. And, you know, I don't think that voters, you know, that they... Voters should not be, you know, afraid to deal with the problems that, you know, the, the, that voting, that massive voting by mail could create. I mean, that's not really something all that, uh, what's the word, relatively interesting. Uh, and if it, if, it were, if it were up to me, if we'd be voting normally. Excuse me while I find the other page of notes where I had a whole bunch of stuff written down about how terrible mailing voting is, but I can't bloody find it now. It's funny, whenever you want something, you never find it, but then an hour later, you'll bloody find it, <laughs> which is quite funny. Uh, oh, somebody wanted me to talk about the deep state, and uh, uh, in case you don't know, a deep state, it's a conspiracy theory, which suggests that uh, collusion and... Uh, yeah, that collusion exists within the uh, U.S. Uh, government, uh, the U.S. political system, and it constitutes of a uh, like a hidden government within the legitimately like known government 
and it's also known as a state within a state. It's a type of government made up of networks of power uh, operating independently of the state's political leadership. And uh, I have some, uh, some facts for you all. This is a poll that was taken in April of 2017. 48% of people believed that yes, there is a deep state. 35% believed that it was a conspiracy theory. 17% had no opinion. And then on a separate poll, 63% were unfamiliar with the concept. And uh, in another poll, 58% of people thought that it was a massive, major problem. Do I think there is a group of people working behind the scenes controlling the government? Not exactly. But I do think that there definitely is, you know, uh, a, a group that's doing certain things and pushing certain agendas. But, of course, I have no way of proving this. Uh, you know, the term deep state has been associated with the uh, quote-unquote military-industrial complex by uh, Mike uh, Laffigan, Laffigan, I, I forgot the dude's name. Uh, but he was identified, you know, uh, he says that, you know, money and private property and stuff, it, it's all part of the deep state. And, of course, uh, some Trump supporters... Uh, used the term to refer to the allegations that intelligence officers and executive branch officials uh, guide policy through leaking and whatnot, which has been proven, and it's very true, which is... Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I, I do think a nice controlled leak is good occasionally. Uh, but I can't really talk much about that. <laughs> I, firstly, I would like to apologize. I say firstly, literally 10 minutes into this thing. Uh, but I would like to apologize for my voice. Uh, I'm a little congested at the moment, and not to mention I am high as a fucking rocket ship. And uh, I, I do believe I am coming down with a cold or something, which, uh, that's not that's not very fun. Uh, in fact, uh, today I, uh, I went to the beach, and I... Uh, I mean, I was alone. I asked around, and none of my friends wanted to do stuff. I see if I wanted to hang out with uh, Destiny and Leilani, or literally anyone, but no, nobody wanted to hang out with little old me. So I uh, got in my car, and I drove to the beach, and I, uh, you know, I sat there in the sand for a while, and I, uh, I talked to this dude who uh, was like, oh man, you look kind of sad. Here's a blunt. <laughs> and he just gave me a, a, a joint, and he walked away. And uh, I didn't smoke it. In fact, it's still in my car, which I just realized. Yikes, that's not good. <laughs> that's going to reek like fucking bud tomorrow. That's not good. Uh, but yeah, I just sat in the beach and I uh, enjoyed the view for uh, an hour or two. I didn't, I didn't spend too much time there. And then I, I left and I went home. And uh, that's pretty funny. That reminds me. I didn't talk about this because I, I haven't recorded an episode in quite a while. I've been decently busy with uh, other little things and whatnot in my life. Of course, my life is nowhere near interesting, so don't worry. If it, <laughs> if anything interesting does happen, you'll be the first to know, believe me. Uh, but I was... <laughs> uh, we all know my beautiful dog, Charles. I took him to the park, which I do every week. I do it a few times a week, even if I feel like it. And I apparently ran into my ex, which is hilarious because I had... I, I, I thought it was her, but I wasn't sure, so I didn't say anything. And then my dad, as we were leaving, was like, Daryl, isn't that so-and-so, you know, your ex? And I was like, oh, shit, is it? Like, I, I didn't notice. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that the, uh, the, the the little group that she was with kept staring at me. But, like, I, I, I dressed like a weirdo, so that's understandable. I mean, and it wasn't until later that I was like, holy shit, that could have been her. I mean, 
Could have been. Who knows? <laughs> I don't really particularly care. I mean, I, I would have definitely been like, oh, hey, dear, how are you? Blah, 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 and then moved on with my day as normal. But that, that's just something I found pretty funny. Like, imagine just being there, and then you're like, oh, that person looks really fucking familiar, doesn't she? And then, yeah, you know, you just brush it off as nothing. And then my freaking father, of all people, was like, hey, Daryl, isn't that so-and-so? And I was like, is it? I think it is. I'm not sure. And by that point, it was already too late. <laughs> uh, I did find that really, really funny. Moving on, uh, uh, a very dear friend of mine very recently was like, uh, oh, Daryl, what inspired you to get into podcasting? And can you give us like a, a rundown of what your setup is and whatnot? And uh, to that I say, sure, why not, darling? Well, uh, what got me into podcasting was actually you, the listener. Uh, my lovely audience, uh, a few of you have told me in the past, oh, Daryl, you, you, know, you speak pretty well. You should have a podcast or something like that. And I was like, mm, you know, it's a good idea. And I always had in the back of my mind. And it wasn't until I saw the microphone that I'm currently using that I was like, you know what? I could actually properly do this. And so, you know, I uh, I asked my ex, well, she was not my ex at the time, but, you know, I asked the person that I was talking to at the time, uh, hey, do you mind if I borrow your microphone? Uh, and I had full intentions of giving it back, believe you me. And then we stopped talking, and she was like, oh, you know, you've been so kind about the fuck, you can keep the mic. And I was like, yeah, score. And so I, I, I got the mic, and then I got a shock mount, and I got a stand and stuff. And then very recently, I got uh, another mic, the same mic that I'm using now, the uh, Blue Snowball, I think? Yeah. Uh, and I got another one of those with a shock mount and another pop filter, and that's going to be the microphone that the guests use whenever I have them on the show. And uh, actually, currently, I, uh, I lent it to uh, Destiny because she uh, wanted to record a song. And that song is now out. And uh, here, let me try to find you the name in case you guys care about that sort of stuff. Personally, I'm not into rap. I don't. I couldn't give less of a shit about rap. But you know, she is a good friend of mine, and it would be very rude if I didn't uh, plug or promote her new song. It's called "Hate Me" by uh, Lil Dusty. <laughs> that name. I've always found that name very funny. But it could be worse I guess it could be uh isn't Lil Dicky isn't that a uh a rapper I think it is <laughs> but you know go listen to it if you like it then so be it if not boohoo I don't give a fuck just go listen to it <laughs> oh god what was I talking about before I uh mentioned Destiny's new song oh that's right yes uh the setup that I use uh and speaking of which before I go back to my uh, my setup, a uh, very, very good friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if I should say her name. I'm not going to, just in case she wants to, like, have a radio persona or whatever the hell. Uh, but she, I don't know if it was inspired by me or whatever the fuck, but she, uh, she's also starting a podcast. And I, I don't know of too many female podcast hosts. So I think, you know, this is a, a good step in, a very progressive step and, uh, you know, I, I wish her the very best of luck. In fact, uh, earlier today, uh, she came to me asking uh, for advice and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Bet. Like, whatever you need, darling, I'm here for you. I'll help you make the very best show you can. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's, it was actually very cute. She goes, Daryl, aren't you, like, 
uh, aren't you nervous or scared to, you know, talk to a microphone for ages on end? And honestly, I, I, I wanted to say, yeah, I'm absolutely terrified. It's very nerve-wracking and blah, 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 blah. But personally, I have never been uh, afraid of public speaking, which I, you know, of course, what I'm doing now is not public speaking. I'm in my dark room here talking to a microphone. Uh, but I know a lot of people who are absolutely horrified, terrified of speaking in front of large crowds. I, for some reason, uh, never had that issue. Uh, in fact, my issue is one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, I, I would much rather talk to a room full of 10,000 people than talk to one person one-to-one. -one. Uh, I, for some reason, I've always found the more personal interactions to be more nerve-wracking and scarier. In fact, to this day, I can't talk to, like, a lot of attractive women. I mean, women that I find, you know, stunning, I can't talk to them very well. But I can get a room in, a, you know, an auditorium, and I've done it before, filled with hundreds of hundreds of people. Zero problem. But talking to an attractive woman, yeah, no, my knees will start shaking and whatnot. So to that, darling, I say no. I, I, I you know, I, I never had, uh, I was never nervous about starting a podcast or anything. And uh, I don't really care too much about the views or the, you know, the demographics of who's listening and how much they're listening and whatever the hell. I, I don't really care about that. You know, I've, I'm doing this for myself. I'm not really doing it for views or money or anything. I mean, if I, you know, if somebody wants to sponsor me or whatever the hell, then yeah, sure, I'll happily take some free money. I mean, who wouldn't? But I, 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 I can understand why you'd be nervous. I mean... It's genuinely perfectly understandable to just be like genuinely terrified of sitting here. Excuse me. <coughs> oh. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a cold or something. And I just realized I don't have any water. I normally record these episodes with a, a glass or a bottle of water next to me. And now my throat is going to get immensely dry. And you know what? Excuse me while I take a hit of one of my carts. <coughs> oh. <coughs> okay. Ah, uh, yikes. That. <coughs> oh, my deepest apologies. I just realized that there, I, I need to uh, program a mute button or something to my uh, my little control thing here because <coughs> I am deeply sorry. Because the uh, hearing me cough or hearing me uh, clear my throat or whatever. <coughs> uh, it's sorry. <laughs> Uh, must not be all that entertaining or fun to listen to for you guys, so I'm deeply sorry. Uh, you know, let's talk about weed. <laughs> I, I, I think I've talked about some experiences before. I think I did talk about my very first experience being high. But I... if I haven't... I think I did. I dedicated a whole episode of drugs. But you know what? In case you didn't listen to it, here it is again. <laughs> the first time your boy here, your lovely little host, was high. Uh, I had, of course, I had heard of, you know, weed, and I had, I had I'd seen the, the D.A.R.E. commercials and all that stuff, and I signed the pledge to never do drugs or whatever the hell. And then uh, high school comes in, freshman year, nope, didn't want to try it, wasn't a fan of any of that. Everyone that I knew that did drugs, they were low-life pieces of shit who I did not admire, nor did I like them in any way, shape, or form. And then sophomore year rolls around, and I realized, hmm, okay, yeah, most of the people that I knew at that time were absolute pieces of shit. And to this day, I still despise most of them. 
And I'll happily tell them to their face if I could. In fact, the last time I saw one of them at a party, I was like, you know, you really were an absolute little shit in high school. And uh, funny enough, the guy apologized. He goes, oh, you know, I'm Daryl. I'm sorry. And I was like, you don't apologize to me. You never did anything to me personally. You were just a douche. Uh, but yeah, uh, point aside, I met this uh, kid. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, just in case. <laughs> and he was, I mean, he still is. He's a very bright young man, pretty uh, he, I think he, he was he was a good basketball player, but I mean he played football, but he was he was also a good basketball player. And I remember that. And uh, one day he was like, "Oh, there you want to smoke?" And I was like, "Oh, no, 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 I don't do drugs or anything." And he goes, "Okay, you know that's fair, you know, to each their own, whatever." And then I uh, I started meeting more and more and more people who you know were I wouldn't say drug addicts because you can't get addicted to weed, but they you know they they smoked occasionally and whatnot. And I found that. Uh, of course, the curiosity to try it was always there. It's, you know, it's a natural human thing to want to try something, especially, I think it's called uh, red button syndrome or something. Like, if somebody puts a shiny red button in front of you, and, it, and there's a sign above it that says, do not push, what's the first thing you want to do? That's right, you want to push the button. <laughs> like, when your parents say, oh, you know, don't do this, like, don't touch the cookie jar, what do you want to do? You want to take all the cookies. <laughs> and so... I, I was always curious about, you know, what's it like and stuff. And I, I, I asked a few stoners about it. And then a friend of mine uh, was like, oh, you know what, Daryl? Uh, one of these days we're going to try it. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe. I was still pretty hesitant to try it. Uh, until completely separate day, weeks later, I had completely forgot about the conversation that we had. And <laughs> uh, we were in the middle of Spanish class. The teacher was, uh, I think she stepped out for a minute. And uh, he turns to me and he goes, oh, there, you want a brownie? And I was like, of course I do. I fucking adore brownies. Who doesn't? And then he says, oh, be careful. You should pace yourself or something like that. And I was like, bitch, I have had brownies before. I know how to eat a brownie. I can handle a fucking brownie. Oh, my God. Boy. Oof. Bad decision. Less than like half an hour later, I turn to him and I go, dude, I feel really fucking happy right now. That, I, I don't know what is wrong or, like, what's happening, but I feel really good. And I started giggling out of nowhere for some stupid reason. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're high. And I remember <laughs> my face just dropped. I was like, excuse me, I'm what? And he goes, oh, yeah, that was a, a pop brownie. And for a second, I was really pissed. But then for another second, I was like, you know what? Eh, I probably wasn't going to try it if, you know, if this didn't happen. So on the one hand, I'm kind of glad that he drugged me. On the other hand, uh, not so much. <laughs> and uh, that was my first time, and it was a, a brownie, which, uh, funny enough, everyone says that your first time should be, you know, the actual substance or whatever, that you, you shouldn't eat it your first time. And I don't know who the hell says that, because I had a fucking blast, guys. Like, a fucking superb time. That Spanish class probably the best Spanish class I ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh god and then I think a few weeks later actually no, no 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 the day after I was talking to another very good friend of mine about it and he goes oh yeah yeah you know it's it's pretty fun once you get the hang of it and stuff and then he goes oh but uh, you tried a brownie have you tried a, a cart or a, a dab or whatever the hell people call it uh, here in Florida at least in Miami at least they're called carts and they're the uh, the THC, you know, oil and stuff that goes into a, uh, you know, like one of those vape things. It's basically vaping weed. And I was like, oh, you know, I haven't tried it. I've only tried, you know, the brownie, obviously, since we just talked about that. 
And he goes, oh, would you like to try it? You know, it's the same thing, just it's a little stronger. And I was like, mm, okay. And I took a, I think one hit, I think. And I started coughing like a little bitch, which is completely normal your first time. And so I, uh, I took it, you know, I took that hit and I was like, okay, you know, it's okay. Coughing like a little bitch, but you know, that's fine. And it didn't really hit me until like a minute or two later. Like it, uh, normally a card hits you instantly. Like you take a, like, like a minute ago when I took that, uh, fat ass hit, it hit me instantly. Like bloody lights in my room started spinning and whatnot. And so, you know, I, I hit it, I take it and then. A few minutes later, I was like, holy shit, this is pretty damn potent. You know, this is quite strong indeed. And it wasn't until later on that I realized that the cart that he gave me, most of the carts that you buy in the streets are, of course, fake. You know, they're made by regular Joes like you and I, and he, uh, you know, they they put chemicals and pesticides and God knows what fillers into it to, uh, to be able to sell more and whatnot. Uh, but the, the cart this kid gave me, the very first cart I ever hit, I think, yeah, it was. It really was. Was a dispensary cart. Uh, dispensaries are uh, like the weed store. And his uh, his uncle or his cousin, I don't remember, some family member had gone to, I think it was New York? Or, I, I'm very sorry for the life of me, I can't remember. It was some, you know, some state where weed was legalized. And he brought back uh, a few carts. And he gave one to his nephew or his cousin or whatever. And that's the one that I hit. And to this day, I have only hit a handful, like a dozen at most, cards that were that good, like that potent, that, you know, it had a good taste. It didn't smell bad, at least according to other people, because I don't have a sense of smell. And, you know, I, quite frankly, I really enjoyed it. And I didn't buy a card. Like, my, my own thing. My rule was, you know, I'll hit it in school, I'll do it when people offer, I'll never ask for it, I'll never buy it, and whatnot. And that rule, of course, went sour very quickly, because about a month after I hit that cart, I was like, you know what? I want one. I need, you know, I, I realize that, you know, I'm not going to be in school all the time, and if I'm not in school, you know, if I want to smoke or whatever, I, 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 you know, it's good to have one on you. And so I, uh, <laughs> I talked around to a few people, and eventually... Somebody was like, oh, you know, I uh, I know a guy who's selling. If you want me, if you want, I'll buy it for you. And I was like, you know what, fine, here. And I gave him, I don't know, I think it was like $45 or whatever, 50 bucks, to get the cart. And then he gave it to me. And he gave it to me the next day. And I was like, oh, shit, you know. Because you need, like any vape, you need two things. You need the actual uh, fluid or the actual juice or wax or whatever the hell. And then you need the actual thing to power it to make it into vapor, which is a, you know, it's called a battery or a mod or whatever the hell you want to use. And so I borrowed a friend of mine's battery uh, for quite a while. In fact, he never asked for it back. Did No, he never did. I, 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 was, I ended up giving it back to him after I had at least like 10 carts, excuse me, 10 batteries in my little collection. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I, this one's, you know, it's a simple little starter bat, but I'm not going to use it. So I, I gave it back to him. And he was like, oh my god, dog, I completely forgot about this shit, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I mean, that was, what, two, three years ago? And now I have probably spent, oof, I don't even want to do the math, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on cards and stuff. And uh, from about September to, oof, I want to say January... 
February-ish, I told myself, you know, I actually no, from before September, from August to about no, ooh, I don't even. So about when school started, yeah, August. I promised myself, you know, I'm not gonna buy any cards. Uh, you know, I'm trying to save some money and trying to be make some healthier life choices or whatever the fuck. And so I didn't buy a card for a very long time. It wasn't until I got cheated on the first time that I was like, you know what, fuck this, I don't want to be sober. And so I, I went and I bought another card. And that was December 25th. You know, by the way, superb fucking uh, time to get cheated on, I'll have you know. The fucking best Christmas present anyone could have ever asked for. <laughs> uh, you see, I laughed to hide the pain. <laughs> God, that was deep. Uh, but yeah, and then after that, I didn't buy another one for quite a while. I was gifted one for Christmas. No, I was gifted one. Yeah, it was technically Christmas, but I got it a few days after Christmas. And then I was gifted another one around February-ish, I think. And then I said, okay, you know, that's fine. And then I was like, you know, I, I've taken, I've taken enough time. I can, you know, I can go and I can buy one now. And so I did. I uh, I went online. I found the guy and I bought. I bought four or five cards, and I, uh, I distributed, I gave them out, you know, to friends and whatnot. And, yeah, I mean, it's been almost three, I mean, since the whole quarantine started, I, at first, I didn't have a card, no, I, I in fact, I had no way of to, firstly, get money, no way to go uh, to a plugs place or have a plug deliver, like, I had nothing. And so, uh... In fact, I had a, a girl that I was talking to at that uh, that time, and she came, and you know, I, I uh, she came to visit me and whatever. Uh, actually, no, because she wasn't allowed in the house because of COVID and because she's a whore. So uh, I walked around the block to meet her and whatever, and she gave me her cart for a few days, and that was great. And then after that, a few months later, I bought one, and now I have two. I think I have I have one here on my desk, one next to me, and I have another one somewhere. I have no idea where it is, but I think I have two. And the last one I bought was from, like, the sketchiest dude I've ever seen. I, I, I was actually, I was with uh, Destiny Leilani, and uh, I think that was it. And this dude pulled up in, like, a green car, I think, a green Jeep or something like that. And then we, we bought uh, a cart and a battery. Because my last battery, which was lent to me by, uh... Normally I'd say a friend of mine, but he's no longer a friend of mine. He absolutely hates my guts now because he's a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a story for a different time. Uh, but yeah, I gave this kid, I think like $130 to buy me a cart and a battery. Uh, and then, uh, you know, to have uh, another bat, uh, another cart, excuse me, for himself. And that comes off, you know, $40 for cart, two carts is $80, and $20 extra to buy a battery. Which, you know, the math works out. So this kid gives me a battery, this beautiful little black battery, which I've had like 10 of those. They're the most basic model, basically. And so, you know, I used it and whatever. And uh, a few months after, he has the audacity to go, yo, uh, can I have my bat back? And I was like, okay, can I have my money back? <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 whatever. And then, you know, he had an argument about that, and I, quite frankly, I couldn't give less of a shit. And so, uh, yeah, I, I ended up keeping that battery, of course, because he didn't, never paid me back. And then it ended up exploding. It was charging. And then, uh, like, I look over to my computer where it was connected, and uh, the the battery itself was smoking. And I was like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And so I dropped it in a, uh, a cup of water, which, in hindsight, 
not very smart to do, but hey, it stopped the fire, I guess. <laughs> uh, and yeah, now I have like the world's crappiest battery, but hey, it works perfectly fine. Now, excuse me while I take another hit. Oh, God. <coughs> oh, that took the, the wind out of my sails. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. That knocked me out. Oh, I feel like taking a nap. You know what? I have been recording for quite a while. I don't even know how long it is. I don't even... I can't even see my bloody computer screen. But I am so high at this moment that I just want to sleep. So, on that note... <laughs>